0: You don't live here in town?
1: Oh, my goodness, no. I live in Fairfax. Yes, that's where Detta went to school. She came up here to take a job singing. Oh, she was so happy at first.
0: What happened uh, when you came up here to see her?
1: Well, she got me a room in the Bellevue Hotel. She has a roommate in the apartment with her. I knew she was in trouble the minute I talked with her. She acted frightened and, well, I... I just can't sleep for worrying about her, Mr.
0: Rowe. Now, now, please don't cry. If I can help you, I will. Well,
1: if it's a matter of money, I...
0: Well, it, uh, it isn't. Uh, you know something? When I was a kid, I spent all my Thanksgivings and Christmases at my grandma's house. Oh. She was the greatest person in the world to me, and... You know, she looked just like you. And talked just like you, and worried just like you.
1: You think I'm just a nervous old lady... You think I'm just making all this up in my own mind. But I know Detta so well. She's so helpless and unworldly.
0: Of course, Graham. Yes. Uh, you just leave everything to me and don't worry. <laughs> now, uh, what's your granddaughter's name and where can I find
1: her? Her name is Detta Eckel, And she lives at the Clybourne Apartments. Apartment uh, 403. Here's a key to it. She doesn't know I have it. But I stole it.
0: Well, you. Okay, okay, Graham. (laughs) Now, now, you just give me all the details, and I'll try my best to find out what it is that's bothering that little girl of yours. Well, that's me, the boy, volunteer. Never so busy that I can't neglect a steady client to take on a case that wouldn't mean a dime to me. You'd think I hated the sight of money, which is less than the truth. Well, I just sat there for a while thinking about my grandmother in those dear, dead childhood days. Me. The guy who wouldn't bet eight to five that tomorrow's Friday. Well, it uh, suddenly dawned on me that I had work to do, so I pulled the emergency cord on the dream train and made a few calls on theaters. And then about seven o'clock, I remembered my new client. And I dropped in at the Clyburn Apartments. They were nice. A self-operated elevator whizzed me up to the fourth floor... and I knocked at the door of 403. Nobody answered, so I unlocked the door and walked in. And there, across the room from me, was a young girl. She was lying on the floor. And there was a little pool of blood around her head. I just stood there for a split second... while that still, small voice within me talked sense. that dame's dead oh brother right in the back of the head ah <sighs> the poor kid yeah the poor
1: kid what's it to you this is going to be tough on that little old lady but that's none of your business come on rogie take
0: distance hey Good Lord, what a spot I was in. Yeah, better get back in that apartment and get the door closed before somebody sees you out here. Okay, okay, don't tell me what to do. Oh, this is too bad. Sweet-looking kid, nice face, cute figure, dancer's legs. She was writing something when she got it. There, on the desk. Yeah, to the chief of the police, I have some information. That's as far as she got. Sure. She knew too much. That's why she got bumped. What makes you so inquisitive? You tired of living? Snapshot. Hmm. (whistles) Brother.
1: Like the looks of that little blonde in the bathing suit, Rogie? Miss Universe of 1940 anything. Somebody's coming in, Rogie. Better get behind the door.
0: Quiet, quiet. You want the cops to come up here? Call me. Wait a minute now. Oh, no, Francie,
1: Francie. Is she dead?
0: Yes, I'm afraid she is. You know who killed her? You did, of course. I did? What would I kill her for? I don't even know her.
1: Stop pointing that gun at me. If you're going to shoot me, go ahead. I don't care. I'd rather be dead. I would, I would.
0: Have you any idea who might have killed Miss Echo?
1: I'm Miss Echo.